Broadcasting live from the Sherm 2021 Conference at the Las Vegas Convention Center, it's time for Workplace MVP, brought to you by R3 Continuum, a global leader in workplace behavioral health, crisis, and security solutions. Now, here's your host. Hello, everyone. Jamie Gaspin here, your host of Workplace MVP, and we are again broadcasting from the SHRM 2021 conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. And if you hear some thundering, it has started to storm. You know, this 108 degree temperature, Mother Nature's finally giving us a little bit of a cool off. Uh, But with me right now, I have two guests. I've got Katrina Branson, who's a special project consultant for America's SBDC Louisiana. And I've got Paula Harvey, who is the VP of Human Resources for SBS Schulte Building Systems. Welcome to the show, you two. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, really excited to talk with the both of you. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and kind of start with Katrina. So Katrina, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into your your role at um, SBDC and, and a little bit just kind of your background. Yeah, so I am a special project consultant with the Small Business Development Center in the state of Louisiana. We have uh, 10 centers all across the, uh, the, all across Louisiana. There is typically a SBDC center within 100 miles of where you live in the United States. We are funded by SBA, the Small Business Administration, and we are a network of centers that provides no cost or low cost business consulting. If you are looking to start a business and, uh, you have an existing business and you're looking to grow a business, you come to us and we provide those resources for you. So whether that be training, any technical assistance, um, we would be the person to hold your hand and walk you through that process of starting a business. Wow. So talk me through, you know, kind of what are some of the normal things that are typically needed as somebody's venturing into starting that new business? Right. We have, you know, this new renaissance of people who are wanting to start a business. You know, the the pandemic and COVID has really um, uh, taught people that they can do things on their own now. So we have an influx of uh, serial entrepreneurs that are coming to us for assistance. When they come to us, typically um, one of the um, main things that we want to share with our entrepreneurs is to make sure that they have enough cash flow. That's important when you're starting a business, not just, you know, starting that business, but making sure that you can sustain yourself within the next three to five years. So working with those small businesses, making sure that they have the, the cash flow and the financial projections that they need for where they're going. So we walk them through that process and detail those things that they uh, are going to need when they start their business. So we do that. Um, we also offer um, a, a series or a plethora of training uh, programs for uh, how to continue to operate your business, whether that be with QuickBooks uh, software or training that you're going to need. So various things like that is kind of the, the, the hub of what we are able to offer those uh, small businesses. Wow. So you're here at the Sherm Conference. So is HR kind of learning about, you know, like if they grow big enough that they've got a staff, is that part of some of the support that you provide to them? Very good question. So I wear many hats. I am the current president of our local Sherm chapter. So I've been in human resources for about 15 years. And Sherm has been a, a, a great um, addition to my career and my professional development 
learning growth. Uh, I've been a member of SHRM for all of those 15 years that I've been uh, in HR, but being the uh, leader of our chapter kind of is what brings me here. Um, I started my career in human resources and then just kind of progressed with SBDC. Uh, so being here allows me to not only um, uh, become and continue to be well-versed in the field of HR, but to really help those small and medium-sized businesses with what they are dealing with in human resources and employee retention, especially during these times where you've got those who are wanting to continue to, to work from home and uh, be offered those hybrid uh, uh, options to be able to work from home and in the office. So, uh, uh, having the, the network and the support here at the conference is really able to uh, allow me to take back to my hometown in the state of Louisiana kind of what the industry is saying in those areas. Fascinating. So it's kind of almost you're using it for the chapter, but also I got to imagine, you know, some of those business owners, you know, once they get that business up and going and they, they, they do they come back downstream to kind of seek out additional help if like, okay, I've gotten to this point, like, and I've got now this hundred employees, what do I do? Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't just let them go when they start their business. Yes. We are there uh, to help them continue to grow and look at different strategies on how they can, you know, not just work in their business, but work for their business. You know, we want to allow them to be able to grow and hire more employees so they can be more hands off to, to really develop that strategic role that they need to be as a CEO. Wonderful. And so being at the sessions, you know, what has been some of your best takeaways that you can't get, you know, wait to get back and share with those that you kind of bring that information back to? Right. I, I think uh, one of the uh, important things really when I talk about remote uh, workforce is really, you know, how do we retain our employees now? I mean, we have to really look at different ways that we are going to be able to support our employees. If we allow them to work remotely, how do we support them mentally? When you're sitting at home and you're, you know, uh, whether that be you have someone who is a mother um, or someone who works uh, alone at home, but being able to support them mentally is going to be a, a challenge because you're, you're sitting at a desk and you're sitting there all day with no human interaction if you're working from home. So um, there, there are just so many things that uh, we need to change and look at and adapt to with this new dynamic of remote workforce. And, and Sherm, I know, has a number of different sessions that are focused around that. So you're probably getting some great information I that am. you can take back. I am. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, di we're going to move to our next guest. We've got Paula Harvey, VP of Human Resources with Schulte Building Systems. Welcome, Paula. Yeah, thank you. I'm really glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about your career journey and how you got into <laughs> HR and kind of, you know, how you kind of climb the ranks into the VP role. Okay, well, I have been in human resources 34 years, so quite a while. Um, graduated from UT Austin, and uh, my degree in uh, international business and operations management took me to my first role as a recruiter. I've worked in retail. I've worked in manufacturing. I had my HR consulting business for 12 years and was very successful with it and then sold it to go back in-house that I've done for the last six years um, and been 
with Schulte Building Systems. Uh, They're a metal buildings manufacturer. But on the HR side, to even get some more, I am a, a Shermie, I think, for life now. Um, I'm on the Sherm Foundation's board. I'm a board member for the Sherm Foundation. I am also, I, I've been a chapter president of two chapters. I started a chapter. I've uh, been the state council director for North Carolina for three and a half years, and then I was uh, um, then elected to the membership advisory council for SHRM for two years. Um, so I've uh, been doing SHRM volunteer work for a very, very long time and absolutely love uh, spending time uh, helping people and getting people involved in our wonderful profession of human resources. So um, I'm currently at this uh, conference as a SHRM 21 influencer, so I'm known as one of the Peacock sisters, and so I'm here supporting um, one of uh, my dear friends who is, this is her very first SHRM conference, and she is a speaker, and so she's speaking at 4 o'clock today, and her name is Tina Marie uh, Woolfield. So she's very, she's excited. She's going to be talking about how to get better collaboration in the workplace. Ooh, such a powerful topic, <laughs> but it, you know, and it makes such a difference in that yeah. workplace. So great. So Peacock Sisters, that's is that's great. Is that like there's a, three of us? There's three of you. So you kind um, of Melanie Peacock group? is the other one. She okay. is in Canada, and because of what's going on with the COVID, she could not come here. She was supposed to be speaking. I often speak at the the conferences too, but just this year, I'm too busy with the Sherm Foundation and other things. So, um, but uh, yeah, we miss Melanie, our third member of uh, of the hashtag uh, Peacock Sisters. So we uh, we're pretty well known on Twitter and in the and in the hashtag HR community for all our fun that we have uh, with our bright colors. <laughs> so. I love that. I love that. Definitely have, you know, builds that collaborative um, spirit you know, and kind of finding, you know, people that you can kind of have as like lifelong friends almost within and, that and industry. She, you know, Tina Marie's in uh, uh, Detroit, I'm in Houston, and Melanie's in Calgary, and we are on a, a text um, feed all day long talking back and forth to each other. And, and now I have three best, you know, two best friends for life, the, the three of us. And, and it's just, you know, and if it hadn't been for SHRM and all the things that they've been doing in the HR ha- um, social hour group, um, that's how we became friends. Um, Melanie spoke at her first conference in 2017, and we had uh, we've been friends since then. And then uh, now Tina Marie here, and, and Tina Marie and I met a few years ago because we she was posting about HR and Peacock. So it's amazing how you can make friendships over Twitter, and then they grow into lifelong friendships. Yeah, that's fascinating. You know, and that's what kind of the beauty of some of these conferences, which is nice that they were able to have it back in person oh, again yes. this year to kind of, you know, that networking capacity. So from your, you know, being in the industry as long as you've had, you know, how do conferences like this help in building some of that networking, some of that take-home education, you know, and I know you've got the Sherm Foundation and there's lots of great information within them as, you know, within that foundation as well, you know. Can I share a little bit about that? Because well, this is my twentieth yeah. um, Sherm uh, conference, so I actually wrote a blog on it, so you can find it on the Sherm website and uh, find it. I posted it through Twitter too, and um, it's amazing all the different places and all the different friends and all the different things, but. I think out of all of them, besides it being a family affair, because my daughter's also in HR, so she this is her ninth conference, and so uh, she's uh, you know 
it's it's just helped to bring some friendships and allow me to do things that I would have never done otherwise. I'm um, been instructor for the for the um, certifications since 2001 and uh, teach the Sherm CP and SCP prep courses for Rice University as my side gig. Uh, and it's really you know it, it's given me a chance to do things I would have never done otherwise and to be an expert in my field. Yeah, that's wonderful. So being an expert in the field with all of that background that you have, you know, what have been some of the, the trending that you've seen that maybe even pre-COVID that maybe got <laughs> heightened, you know, post-COVID? We were already starting to see a talent war and mm-hmm. that has been coming on, but now it's a talent tsunami as we call it and everything else going on. It is, and with the great resignation going on, um, I see it in my own company that we had had really pretty decent uh, turnover because we, we pride ourselves as being an employer of choice. Um, but, uh, it is already, I, we've already passed just, uh, recently our normal yearly turnover is, you know, happened in early August. And I mean, it's just, especially we hire manufacturing people, welders and fitters and, uh, man, uh, you know, machine operators, and they can pick and choose their jobs. And if they just, they'll go for 50 cents more now uh, that they wouldn't do that. And we had people, you know, 15 years with the company and making those changes. So uh, talent acquisition, I serve on uh, Sherm's talent acquisition panel and have been on it for several years now as one of the experts in talent acquisition. And even it's, it's challenging me who does this and, and uh, really, you know, gets to talk about how to do it right. It's challenging me to do it yeah. right just because it is such a change. And then the other thing is just all the stuff, of course, on DEI and B, um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, for those of you not aware of those letters. <laughs> but it's it's that's been a challenge since all the stuff from George Floyd and, um, you know, just how to react and say the right things and do the right things and be um, understanding and supportive supportive of all our employees, all of our employees, because I have a very diverse mix in, in my organization and just supporting that and being, you know, a leader of that uh, is important. Uh, and then I would say, of course, I, I've become the COVID queen and uh, I never thought I would ever learn how to procure masks, hand sanitizer, you know, cleaning supplies and all those things that I've had to do over the last year and a half. And, you know, unfortunately, we've had several people um, test positive and I've had three deaths. And so having to deal with the family and the tragedy of that and it's just it's it's hard. And the mental health that it's hitting for us HR people, to be honest, but also the mental health that's hitting for our employees. And I think uh, Michael Phelps talking this morning was such an important and impactful conversation. And we are moving um, with the Sherm Foundation and we have uh, sponsors for this. And there's going to be some education that people can get on how to be a supporter of um, mental health and understand how to deal with mental health in the workplace. Yeah. And you brought up a lot of great you know, kind of challenges that workplaces across, you know, really the globe almost Mm -hmm. are experiencing, you know, if an employer, you know, from your perspective, if an employer hasn't been paying attention to those three things, (laughs) you know, what, what would you say to them from, I mean, obviously from a consulting role that you've had before, but knowing and experiencing it yourself in your current role, what, what would you say to them? I would say that, you know, each company's different. I've, I'm, I work for an essential employer. That means People talk to me about, oh, yeah, well, I've been working and I'm Zoom fatigue and working from home. And I look at them, I wish. Mm-hmm. I have been to work every single day. I haven't been working out of my home. 
Instead, I've had to be, someone has to be there. And, and as an executive, I need to be there and to support. I've let some of my staff work from home, but it's just a handful of the staff that could do that in a manufacturing setting. So realizing that everybody's different and we've all handled this last, you know, two years very differently and had different experiences, but, you know, being respectful of that and caring about that and realizing we all have different things that have happened to us, but it's, it's been a shell shock to everyone. Yeah. And, and just being supportive of everyone in the HR industry and knowing what they've gone through and sharing our stories and being, um, you know, part of this greater HR community is important. I really um, have loved that these, um, one of my friends runs this thing called a coffee talkie. And so it's called the HR unite group. And so that's Tina Marie, actually, she runs this out of, uh, and so this is virtually done and you have this group that you meet with once a month and just talk about what's going on. There's another group that I know runs an HR rebels group that I'm in and they meet every Wednesday at two and having those people just to talk with all over the place is just wonderful because you're all going through a lot of the same things, but then different things and then giving better perspective by, you know, realizing this is a greater size group. We have one gentleman who's in our rebels group who calls out of Spain. He's on there from Spain all the time. So it's just amazing, you know, and you, you get friends from all over the world. If you're willing to open up your life and, and, you know, participate, I think that's the biggest thing you have to participate. Yeah. That's been a common theme at this show that I've heard. There's been several things that have been standout, and that's one of them is, you know, start communicating, getting to know people and asking questions. And, you know, and everybody has a different experience, but there are similarities in some of those experiences, but you can learn from each other absolutely, as well. So that's very powerful. And, and I guess, you know, with an employer, like, you know, talk to your people too. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they feeling and what's going on? So from your HR perspective, you know, and I know you're an influencer here at the show, and uh, you're, you're working with the foundation. Can you talk a little bit about what the foundation does and what, where, how you're focused in some of those areas you've mentioned? So we are a nonprofit entity. We are really like, you know, we're the foundation for SHRM. So you, can, you could use the word charity also. But, um, you know, people, mainly HR folks, donate money for research, for scholarships, um, for all sorts of wonderful things that we're doing. And, and you can you know, find from the uh, regular Sherm.org um, website, down at the bottom, click on the thing to go to the Sherm Foundation. You can see all the wonderful things that we're involved in. We've done um, projects on aging. We've done projects on getting veterans um, uh, jobs. We've been helping uh, with uh, projects on um, the formerly incarcerated and having opportunities for them. Um, the, our more recent ones have been on disability and understanding you know, what it means for that. And now this mental health is our next big project, but that we keep supporting the older projects too. So sure. we want people to, you know, because these are all topics that are important and that we're dealing with, with our employees in the workplace. Wonderful. So I'm going to leave with one lasting question with, for both of you. You know, what is your passion with HR? What what makes you, you know, wake up in the morning excited to do what you do in that HR role? And I'll go ahead and start with you, Paula. I think making a difference in people's lives. That's probably the biggest thing. And I actually will pull it all the way back because um, someone was asking about this to me recently. And I said, I love talent acquisition because that is where the, f- that's kind of the foundation of what HR starts with is 
finding that amazing, maybe diamond in the rough person that you just want you to take a chance on them and giving them an opportunity to come work at your organization and mold them and see them grow into being an amazing employee and, you know, get promotions and things like that. To me, that's, that just makes me feel so good in my heart. Yeah. You made a difference in someone's life. Right. Yeah. Amazing. How about for you? Yeah. I'm going to, this is going to sound really cliche, especially, but, but uh, it's really the people. You know, I, I am a, a real proponent of diversity and having the, um, the gift to be able to talk to and train and uh, really speak to a diverse group of people from the lowest level employee to the highest level is really a gift that's been given to me. And to be able to share that in a space of human resources is really uh, rewarding for me. So uh, I'm really happy to see that we now have this conversation with D and I and how important that is. So being able to really um, hone in and really stress the importance of the differences in people is really something that is really rewarding for me. Awesome. And it's rewarding to the organization, too, the different perspectives they can bring. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you both for being on the show. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they go about doing that? Paula, why don't you share how they can get in touch with you? Find me on Twitter at Paula number four Harvey. So Paula for Harvey. Great. For you. I'm on all of the, uh, pretty much all the social media channels. I spend most of my time on Facebook and uh, also Instagram. Um, we also, uh, our center is also on Facebook as well. So you can follow us there as well. Um, so um, that would be the America's SBDC Louisiana, and that's Katrina Branton. So yes. just to kind of, and then Paula Harvey, I know you shared your name. I just wanted to make sure. That thank, you. thank you. Well, thank you both so much for joining us here. It's been so great to chat with you. And if you are listening in and you are in the Sherm Expo area, stop by booth 4076 and visit our sponsor, R3 Continuum.